ESPN 1420, KPEL Lafayette, ESPN 1033, K277DQ Lafayette, a Town Square media station. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion! With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Into the eight o'clock hour of the Gray Scott Show in studio with me, the assistant coach, a Rage of Cajun lifer, Rage of Cajun baseball coach, Anthony Babineau. Bab, you had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Older but not old. Feeling good. Older, ER. I mean, you seem like a pretty healthy guy. I hope, I think I am. The doctor, mean, doctor says I am every year when I go for checkups. That's so. good. That's good. Yes. My wife is super duper healthy. I mean, she like teaches fitness classes. She's like really into fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm sitting here just trying to run a few miles here or there, get in the weight room every now and then, not doing nearly enough. And the other night she starts asking me like, how tall are you again? Or what's your weight? Like she's on some app with the BMI thing. Mm-hmm. So it turns out apparently I'm just uh, unhealthy and, uh, and overweight, Bab. Well, uh, <laughs> we could all look at those apps probably with height according to weight and it'll it'll find something bad about us i would think yeah but no feeling pretty good and and you know 51 yesterday ended it with a win last night which is always great so looking forward to the 51st year there you go man well happy birthday uh and and i'm sure you had since your birthday always falls during the season i'm sure there have been some days where the team lost some days where the team won and last night was a birthday win it was a birthday win. Um, I'm sure there was a loss at some point. I don't remember them, but you don't like to remember the losses, right? Remember the wins. But last night was a win. It was a good ball game. Sort of got off to a slow start offensively, but figured it out towards the end. Put up some good numbers, had some good at-bats. The pitching was phenomenal throughout. Only two hits. Defense was good. Turned big double plays. Glad that's out of the way. Looking forward to tomorrow night and Little Rock and this weekend and honoring our seniors, honoring a couple of graduates, and then into Montgomery for the conference tournament. You mentioned the seniors. Um, Two of the seniors on the pitching staff through last night, along with Chipper Menard, uh, only two hits allowed. It was great performance between the three of them, but Jeff Wilson went in late. Austin Perrin, this young man's been in the program a long time. (laughs) And uh, seeing him starting playing I, I there there's certain guys man when they're when they when they put in the time and they work as hard as they do and you're someone that either covers the program or for people that are always at the games the fans of the program or for you as a coach seeing a guy go out like that and have success um i don't know man i i hate to sound cheesy but it's those moments i think that make college different than pro like it's it's moments like that where i'm like this is a beautiful thing about college sports someone that's been here worked as hard on the diamond off the diamond 
you know, getting the respect from the from the from the crowd and the fan base. It was just it was good, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Right. There's nothing cheesy about that. I mean, he you know, he came in and, and had a great freshman year, was an impact guy early on, made a difference, went through some struggles, went through some injuries, has gotten on the other side of it, was able to pitch again, but not pitch a lot. Then when he came in, wasn't really that successful. Went through some other stuff, and you know it's just been such a long journey for him. And now he's he's on the other side of it, and he's only got a matter of weeks left in the program. And to see him successful, as you as you mentioned, and being able to help us and help his pitching staff and help this team, it's really really good to see. It is a kid that's got his degree already. It's just. It's a good story. It really is. And Saturday, he'll be honored along with a number of other seniors. Uh, we mentioned Jeff Wilson briefly, El Jefe, Brandon Talley, Connor Kimple, Jacob Schultz, uh, Jonathan Brandon. I know Austin Garrett's a graduate student, but um, what 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 do you remember about your senior day? Zero. <laughs> Nothing. No. I mean, it, it see for me. I maybe I, I'm viewing it wrong because I wasn't a college athlete, unless you count, you know, intramural All American uh, at Loyola. But honestly, there's something about Senior Night. Like I love, I love it in basketball. I think it's cool in football, and in baseball, it's not everybody's always going to play. It's it's some, you know, how big is the matchup late in the season? Um, there's something about it, man. That I um, for some of those guys where it's like this is it. This is the last one. This is the last time. There's just, it almost feels like a, a graduation ceremony of sorts, only the ceremony is the actual game. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like every senior class deserves the right kind of send off. And, and UL's always, I mean, you guys have always done it the right way, but maybe they did it differently back in the day. Well, I, I say I don't remember it because mine was unlike most people's. I, I the things, records got. Some kind of way, no fault. I don't whose fault. It doesn't matter whose fault. That was thirty something years ago. But, but I thought I had another year. Um, I guess that would be nineteen ninety five. So you didn't know, right? Because I oh, was supposedly man. redshirted early on. Things happen. Like I said, records compliance back then wasn't like it was now. So I thought I had one more year, but I didn't. That's a bummer. So I said, "Well, let me coach. <laughs> you know, I'm here. Let's let's see what this." But coaching yeah, so thing you didn't do, you so. didn't even you didn't really have so, a, a senior day. No. Oh man. No. Well, that stinks. Hey, it is it's what it quite is. all right. It's quite you don't mind. Well, you you've you've been part right. of enough. It wasn't like it was your it's last like, time yeah, in like the program. Had, it's you know? like I've had 28 <laughs> yeah, senior right, days. Right, right. It wasn't like that was it. And right. and well, whatever happened to that guy? It wasn't one of those stories. Uh, well, you know, a little bit about some of these guys. What's, what's, uh, Jacob Schultz like? Uh, Jacob is, is a tremendous worker. He's a great student of the game. He he possibly wants to coach when he finishes. He's going to be a great pitching coach. He he's, you know, when, since he's been here, when he's not pitching, he's right there with the pitching coach during a game, calling pitches, going over situations. He did it with BJ. He's doing it with Tib now. He did it with coach Robe. So trying to learn as much as he can about the game and, and the art of pitching. So, you know, that that's what I'm going to remember about Jacob, just always being right there. Even you know, a lot of a lot of times when guys aren't pitching or playing, you don't you don't see him during the game. You know, they're at the other end of the dugout. You're involved in what you're doing, coaching the game. But it's like he played every day. B 
because he was either on the mound or right there amongst the coaches trying to learn and, and find out what, you know, how this thing really works or how it, how it all works, I guess I should say. So that's what I remember about Jacob. These other guys, Connor Kimple, Jeff Wilson, those were, you know, the first guys that kind of came in with, with Coach Daggs when he got here his first year and went through uh, all these guys really I'll remember them kind of as these are the these are the covid guys the covid seniors I guess you know so to speak because yeah these guys came in and that 2020 season was supposed to be their first year and that got wiped away and so uh, Connor has uh, you know been a guy that that was highly touted coming in and and went through some back injuries and still to this day is doesn't play 100% healthy but what he has is is good enough to be pretty good and, and help us in a big way, you know, be an impact guy. And just being a leader of the team, a voice of the team, same thing with Jeff Wilson, Jonathan Brandon. These, this group, they're very mature, very, very mature. Some years you have seniors that still haven't gotten it yet, still haven't figured it out yet on the maturity side. This group, they're all very mature, every one of them, from parent to uh, even Austin Garrett, you mentioned Austin Garrett, graduate transfer, has only been here for a semester, but it seems like he's been here for four or five years because of the way he's mixed with the team, gelled with the team, the way the team has taken him in, and just his, his leadership, even though he, he's, he just plays sparingly. You know, every once in a while gives Julian a little breather. I mean, he's he's a mentor, so to speak, for Julian because, you know, he's been at it longer than Julian not here but but mm-hmm. all together so th- these guys are just very very mature go about their business very professionally never out of place so to speak as far as anything involved with their with their life or with with school or, or anything just a very very mature group shout out to uh, Jonathan Brandon Jacob Schultz Connor Kimple Brandon Talley Austin Perrin Jeff Wilson and Austin Garrett Senior Day is uh, Saturday. It is the Thursday, Friday, Saturday weekend, the final weekend of Sunbelt Conference play, and then off to the Sunbelt Conference tournament in Montgomery. We'll uh, we'll chat about that. We'll talk about Little Rock and uh, take a brief look back at last weekend and a couple of the things that Coach Deggs told me on Monday. We'll get Coach Babb's thoughts on it as well. Don't go anywhere. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Coulda, shoulda, and woulda. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a big skin quarter mile. Are you serious? They all play here. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions, no doubt. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. While the team's giving all they got against the opponent, he's giving all he's got on the airwaves. Give me all you got! Give me all you got! It's the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN Lafayette, the best chicken in sports. Welcome back to the Great Scott Show, Louisiana Raging Cajun Baseball Coach Anthony Babineau in studio. We were talking about games on your birthday. You had a birthday yesterday. Cajuns won, beat Nichols 6-1. Will Vail, big pinch hit homer, big sixth inning, and then the Cajuns ran away with it. Some good pitching performances. Um, 
You said you like to remember the wins, not so much the losses. Talking to Coach Deggs, he's like, unfortunately, I, I remember the losses more than the wins. He said Sunday was the most quiet bus ride he's ever been on. Three games, uh, Coach, at Texas State. I know the goal, one of the goals was to win the Sun Belt, and um, it didn't happen. You guys were beaten in the three games, all really competitive games. You were right there, uh, but the Bobcats, who were a really good team, especially at their ballpark, um, what 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 was the vibe of the team? How long do you feel like it took to, to kind of wash the, the stink off of a weekend where I know you guys had – uh, we, we I guess last week we used the word critical, right, to describe what was coming up. And I know there's still some goals still in front of you, but that that's that's a tough one to just wash and move on to the next. So what's the key to doing that? Well, it was very disappointing. It, it surely was, as you mentioned, and as Coach Deggs mentioned, the bus ride back was. You you I don't think I heard anyone say anything for the entire six and a half ride home. We broke it up in between with a a, a stop near Houston, but it was very, very quiet. You could really tell guys were disappointed because we went in there, as you mentioned, we went in there with with goals, with with lofty aspirations. I mean, to, to win the series, take two out of three, if not sweep. We've been playing great, great baseball, just come off of two really good games in Houston at Rice. So there was no reason to believe that that momentum would, would not carry over into the weekend. But, you know, give Texas State credit, it's – it's tough because we're all we're all prideful and and we all for so long you know that our program has had a history of of being really good you know and and we're good this year but just being the best one of the best teams in the league and and you you think that there's no team that's better than you right and I still don't know if if they're better than us it's still tough to admit that but they have played a lot better than us and they surely played better than us enough to win those the three games this this weekend so. You know, it's tough to kind of give the torch to someone, right? You know, hey, you, you got us. You're going to win this league when when you you think that you're going to do it. So, but but they're very good, older players, experienced players, lots of guys that have been in that program for four or five years, same guys as last year. So, just kind of knew how to navigate the league and and go about the, their business. So it, it it stung for a little bit, you know. I think it it kind of even lingered into the first few innings of of yesterday's ball game, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, until we had that that why well, four run inning. I guess it was the sixth inning. But we still, yes, we won't be able to win the regular season. But there's still bigger big goals that we have set for ourselves that are in front of us and within reach: the conference tournament, regional, so on and so forth. So, you know, I, I think. Getting on the field last night and playing that playing that game was good. It was very good for for us and for our psyche. And I think it's going to put us in a in a good spot, a good frame of mind for this weekend. Yeah, it was. It, it felt like that game was kind of the the bath, so to speak, to kind of wash off the stink a little bit. And you know, there was some talk from some fans of you know why are you playing a midweek game this late? Well, games move. You have to do a lot of different stuff. And I think it was in a lot of ways maybe just what the doctor ordered before this final three-game series um, against Little Rock and then heading to Montgomery, it it felt like a game you guys needed mentally. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but you, you talked about it. Maybe it lingered a little bit early, and then once we got, you know, things going offensively, it, it, it kind of rolled from there. 
felt like by the end of last game, you guys, you know, look like look like yourselves, I guess, so to speak. Right, guys were playing with with confidence at the end of that game yesterday, and and you know, thankfully for us, it, it didn't take long for the pitching staff to get to get going. You know, AP set a great great tone last night for that ball game. It's just what plagued us over the weekend plagued us the first three to four innings of last night's ball game runner at third less than two not getting him in not scoring that's what plagued us over the weekend and even though we scored some uh some runs over the weekend we we didn't score runs where it could have turned the tide so to speak of the ball game you know with those spots where you have runners at third with less than two outs that you should get those runs in. We just didn't do it. Same thing with the beginning of last night, but finally got to it in the sixth and had some really good at-bats. So hopefully that carries over into the weekend. You know, Thursday we're going to face an arm that is really good. He's he's really good. He's got a really big breaking ball, and he competes well. So we're going to have to stay focused, locked in, and, and really, really concentrate and, and have key at-bats. And when we have opportunities... To score, we're going to have to capitalize. We really will. Do you feel like, uh, and, and I asked Coach Steggs this as well, do you feel like the uh, at-large possibility maybe is, is that gone now after last week? And never say never, but it's some crazy to... things have happened. But it, it feels like it's certainly a lot more difficult than it would have been had Well, absolutely, it's a lot different. more difficult because had the series gone different, our RPI would be lower. You know, and and we would still be in, in the regional at large conversation. After this past weekend, we're really we're really not kind of relegated to having to win the conference tournament. So, but you just never know what will happen. I mean, we can get three more wins this weekend, another three to four in the tournament, possibly a couple of wins over Texas State. RPI gets up again. Who knows what will happen? But there, there's no guarantee, obviously, and and. With an RPI in the 50s, you just know, I know there's going to be more than likely a team with the RPI in the 50s that is going to get in. And, and folks but are pointing out don't Little know Rock's who RPI, that will be. but in the conference tournament, I mean, the amount of Sunbelt teams, you got a, a bunch in the top 60, mm-hmm. um, you know, depending on who you play, how it plays out. But obviously, best case scenario, you just go out and you win the damn thing. Well, we know that that's the guaranteed way to get into the into the regional field is to win the tournament with the automatic bid. So we look, we've just, we've been playing a really good brand of baseball this second half of the season. We've been on a really, really hot streak, played all three phases at a high level. We just have to get back to that, you know? I mean, and there's nothing that says that we won't. We just, we had a hiccup this weekend. We can get right back into, to playing really, really high level baseball and, parlay this thing into something really special won a ton of conference series this season looking to do it again this weekend at home tomorrow friday and saturday six o'clock six o'clock four o'clock pregame 30 minutes prior on news talk 96.5 kpel jay walker brad topham uh from learfield they have the call but get out there uh support the seniors on saturday send them off before you guys take off from montgomery when do you guys head over there we will head there monday Take off Monday and... Um, Take off Monday. We'll have a practice Tuesday. Tuesday is when the 7, 8, 9, 10, the play-in games happen. And then first game of the double elimination format starts on Wednesday. 
You like that format, the 10 teams and, uh, you know, single and then double. I know softball does the same thing. And Yes. That's your preferred? Well, certainly like the, the double elimination format, whether it be from the get-go or with a play-in, however it may be. I definitely love the double elimination format. As a guy that's been part of so many conference tournaments, what what's the most difficult aspect of it? That Because it's obviously different from the regular season for obvious reasons, but what are the biggest challenges that come with that? And then the flip side of the question is, what's the benefit of it? Well, I think the most challenging thing of a conference tournament is to, you go throughout the season and you have routines on game days because the games are either – Six o'clock, one o'clock on a Sunday, four o'clock, middle of the afternoon. You know, you have you have set routines because you play at the same times over and over and over again. You get in the conference tournament, there's some uncertainty of, you know, it could be a 9 a.m. game, 7.30 game, one o'clock game, four yeah. o'clock game, you know, and especially the nine o'clock game, you're not used to playing at that time of the day. That's an early wake up or early BP you know, we've we've had a couple. Every team usually plays a couple of eleven a.m. games. Sometimes eleven thirty because of travel, whether it be your own travel or a visiting team's travel. But not nine. Nobody's played at that time. So just the uncertainty of of game times, I guess, kind of makes the the that's the biggest obstacle, the biggest hurdle that you have to overcome in a conference tournament. Do I like the conference tournaments? I love the conference tournament. I mean, there, there's Unfortunately, you know, we we've won a few of them. It's it's a it, it's great. There's nothing better. I've said this throughout my whole career. It's there's nothing better like when you're at a tournament and you play during the day. You win that game. You get to go back to the hotel shower and then you come back and watch the night game as a victor. That's a good feeling. That's a real good feeling. You know, you can walk around with your chest sticking out a little bit more. You know, you, you and people. People look at you different. That's just in life. People look at people look and treat winners differently. They they really do. And but that's a good feeling. You, know, I you play early, go shower, go back and watch the night game as a winner. That that's a really good feeling. When when the Teague hosted the conference tournament, I think this was in 08, Western Kentucky was in the Sun Belt and their coach they had won earlier that day. It was that vibe was all over him. I mean, he was in the stands. He had a beer. He was talking to media people, other coaches. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and there was still good, more right? baseball to be played. But, like, earlier in the day, he was just, I forget his name, nice guy. But he was just That's, soaking it all in. That would have been Chris Finwood. That was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. He was in there, and he's like, hey, man, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. He's like, what's your name? Oh, you know this idiot? And he was looking at Jay. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, <laughs> sit out with us, man. Have a beer. I was like... Man, I, I, I thought he might be out here scouting. He's like, nah, I'm good. And I, did they go on and win the tournament that year? They did. Yeah. No way. Yes. He, was, he, was, he was feeling good. Speaking of tournament moments. Oh, my word, Jay. Can't believe it. What's, what's the most memorable Sunbelt Conference tournament moment for you over the years? Oof, that's, that's a good question. I mean, that clip you just played. That Troscare uh, Grand that Slam, for sure. That one's, that was, uh, you know, let's just play the whole thing. The 1-0. Swing and a fly ball hit to right. That's hit well. That's booking up. And that ball is gone. It's a granny. It's a grand slam. It's a four-run swing. And the Cajuns lead it 5-1. to one. Oh, my word, Jay. 
can't believe it. Took it over the riddle pace sign and right field over that 30-foot fence, and the Cajun team is going nuts on the field. Number 16 for Trostler. RBIs 50, 51, 52, and 53. I remember that well because, of course, it's easy to remember well, but I was at third base. I had gone out to coach third base those last three to four innings. Um, coach Talbot had got ejected on a, a bang bang play at the plate, and so I went out to third base and I was out there when he hit that, and and just the whole inning leading up to it. The cause South Alabama, they had an All American closer. I mean, a ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven mile an hour guy, and um, he was tough. He really was, but he 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 didn't quite have the command that he normally did, and walked a few people and mixed in with the hit, and we had him loaded, and and Stefan was just. He was having an outstanding year. You know, it said that was his 16th home run, which Rock just, you know, tied over the weekend uh, with 16 himself. But that was that was great. I remember after the game and the celebration, there was – it was someone's grandmother, it appeared to be, from our team. I think I told you this story before. She came up to me and during all the celebration, and she said, um, she said, Coach, uh, are you the coach that got ejected? I said, no, ma'am. I said, I'm the coach that got the grand slam. <laughs> but, it was, but, it, but it was it was a great moment for, for Stefan, for the team, you know, and, and what I said at the time, you know, that was obviously coming off, that was in 2015, coming off the 2014 season, that tremendous season, number one rankings, just tremendous players. And... I felt like it wasn't until that point, that Grand Slam, that conference tournament championship, that people started to embrace the the 15 team Mm -hmm. and move on and not talk about compare and just everything be about the 14 team. Which, look, hey, I get it. I get it, right? But it was but, the shadow hanging over that team all season, to it your was. point. And, it was. And I, the reason I remember that so well, you guys win that game, uh, what, an extra innings. Your season moves on. Now you win the tournament. Now you're in a regional. You win the regional. Now you're at Alex Box. I mean, the season continued all the way to Supers. But, see, typically baseball, the baseball season ends after softball season because, you know, softball, they're getting ready for a regional this week. And unless mm-hmm. they get to Oklahoma City, usually baseball is the last thing that ends sort of our sports calendar where we started with football and I'm scheduling all these, coordinating all these broadcasts, who's producing what. So we kind of look at it as a sports calendar year. And it's mm-hmm. usually the last one. And Jay will end the broadcast thanking everybody that's, you know, produced games or done anything or been on the technical side of it throughout the year. And he's sending me text and and he's just to be just to be sure, he has his notes. He brings it with him and he's like, I just want to make sure I have it right. Are these all the people that have produced this year? You know, I might I might have to read it today. Yeah, that's it. You know, you got it. I mean, that would have been it. Like season ends, like you're going home and suddenly that grand slam and then you're you're winning a regional, you're doing so much more and 
Um, and and, I, and to your point, it felt like now it was, oh, my God, this team, not last year's team. Wait, this right. team. And it also points out just how big the conference tournament can be. Like a moment like that. You can, you can create a moment like that that can propel you to new heights and really far, and that's that's a great opportunity to have. And I know you still have three games before that, but I get excited about the conference tournament. I do. Right. Yeah. People, people, players, fans. They they like tournaments. I mean, they're they're fun. They're they're highly attended. You know, most most of these conferences, their tournaments are highly attended, not just by fans of the team, but just baseball fans in the city that that is hosting uh, a lot of conferences. Most conferences. Nowadays have a neutral site, so it's not at a at a home field. So there's. I'm just, glad it's there's not just, San Marcos. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> there's well, when it, last time it was in San Marcos, just, we won it in 2016. I know. I just with. I, I feel like that team is different at home than they're on the road for ballpark reasons and things like that. Yeah, they're really good in that park. They they know how to. How many homers would Carson ball. have this year if he played in that ballpark? And everybody on our team would have double. Of what they, what they have. <laughs> so he'd have thirty-two. Well, I mean, I don't know if he'd have thirty-two. Maybe twenty-five, but, but though. Maybe twenty-five. Golly. And 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 they're you know I'm but I I guess the point I'm getting at is I I, I kind of like the neutral side too. It was weird a couple years ago. You mentioned the early ones. You guys finishing up a game at Russo Park at like nine a.m. the next morning and all it. it, it Having it in Montgomery, it seemed like seemed like it was a good fit last year. I think it'll be a good fit again this year. I think it will. You know, last year there were still some COVID regulations, restrictions that that we had to abide by. This year, all of that's gone. So we're we're looking forward to getting there. But as you mentioned, three tough games, tough games against Little Rock. They're going to come here and, and battle, and um, chances are they they'll um, you know play energized and and. They'll get after us. Yeah, they'll, they'll want to get after us. They really will. So we'll have we'll have to be ready for it and combat their energy and passion for the game and, and outdo them. Yeah, you know, this this team. It wasn't that long ago that, um, you know they they had a winning record. They're right there. I think they're two games below five hundred. But I mean they've they've had some runs here. Um, a couple of weeks ago they had a six game winning streak and. I think coming into here, final game, they they want some momentum heading into the tournament because they're going to be somewhere in that you know seven, eight, nine, ten range, and mm-hmm. they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna bring it to y'all. What what is it? Uh, what, what's the key against the team like Little Rock? What do they do well? Well, it would just the key to just about every night out, and and but especially a team that record wise talent level possibly in some areas is, is below you. You just you, you have to make them earn everything they get. We can't we can't give them anything. You know, we've got to be stingy on the on the mound. We've got to have graded bats, cash in when we can, and just not let momentum on their side into their dugout. We know that at some point within these twenty seven innings minimum that we're gonna play this weekend, they're gonna grab some momentum at some point. But we've got to try to Keep that to a minimum. When they do grab it, try to grab it right back. Keep it. Just keep it on our side and just and just keep things flowing on our side. That is assistant coach Anthony Babino. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that I will tie it in to Rage Cajun Baseball, but something that Bab loves to talk about, and that's music. Don't go anywhere. Great Scott Show continues right after this. 
You, my friend. I'm glad I did this test on you, the friendship test. What? You got the best seat in the house. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is the NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. As we get older, not old, as we get older, Coach Anthony Babineau in studio celebrated a birthday yesterday. You know, the younger generation, they're like, I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> That's a banger is what that is. So what you want. Um, they used to let you used to get to make the, you know, the playlist for BP and you're very involved. And now that's been taken away from you. Like if you had your way, what music would they play out at Russo Park? During the game, BP, all of that. Where, where where would you go? Well, during the game, I, I I like the selection that they have. You know, with some country tunes, some some Zodico tunes that they play in between innings. Every once in a while, there's something that's a little upbeat. You know that that's that's what I like at the park. And then you have your traditional baseball tunes that you normally hear from you know the organ and the the clapping and things like that as long as they have that in a baseball game i'm good as far as bp goes i mean for me i like country music i like music that has a great beat like music that i can bob my head up and down to you know we talk a lot i mean i like i like dance music i danced a lot when i was young get the old 80s and 90s you know club music on there maybe that's it that's it i mean that's that's me, but hey, look, I'm I don't I don't play anymore. I don't I don't make a play. <laughs> what do you on think, the infield? What I don't would your have walk-up music so have it's been not if, me. They, if they had had it back when you played? What would your walk up? Oh music my have been? gosh, I don't I don't know, man. No telling what I would have chosen. I don't know. <laughs> I, I asked really Coach Deggs this last year. He's like, "Oh, bad company by bad company, no question." I mean, he answered it in a second. You know, I would like to. have thought of myself as as bad enough bad meaning bad i mean bad meaning good not bad meaning bad bad enough to play you know uh texas state their designated hitter's last name was Fazen. you know he had a thick beard and he was a husky guy and he he started walking from that on deck circle 
little Tom Sawyer started playing. I'm like, nice. oh man, like, <laughs> like I, I was getting, I was getting a little nervous. What is this guy about to do? Lo and behold, first game he does two doubles and two homers. I'm like, well, that's why he's, that's why he that could song. play that. Yeah, absolutely. So, like to, like to think that I'd have been good enough for for that song, but not quite certain. But you know, I don't know what I what what would have been my song, but. I don't think we had those back then. No, you I, didn't. You didn't. No, that's why I asked, right? Yeah, and, and there's some there's some music that comes on these days where you know either myself or, or Coach Dags will the song will start playing and we go finally a good song comes on finally and the players look at us like what do you mean we're like I've never heard this song what do you mean a good song we're like I know we realize that guys we realize that. Take a listen. Times have changed, man. You've got to you've got to change a little bit with the time. Well, should they, a little bit. Should they change "Sweet Caroline"? I mean, Jay feels like it needs to just be done. Uh, a lot of I hear the know, I hear the some, debate. I don't. Some... I don't have a problem with it. I don't... You like it? I don't have a problem with it. Okay, you're good. You're good with. It. He's fine with it. He's fine with it. I mean, look, yeah, the center field. Obviously, that's the thing that'll always be there. Mm-hmm. No matter what, mm-hmm. anything outside of that, I feel like you know what it's fair game. Evolve a little bit, you know. You want to change it, change it. I don't know exactly how you go about doing it because, it, it, in the grand scheme of things, it's not important. It's very much just a, a fan thing. But I remember years ago, I asked John Dugas like, "How would you feel about terrible tune at the Teague if you let Jay Walker and I put together a playlist and like?" control just for one night we'd promote it we'd make a thing of it but we can kind of control like everyone everyone will have different walk-up music like it'll be a thing and he was like he smiled he's like i think that'd be kind of fun but you know we need to we need to check with with robe and and i don't think coach robe was crazy about it because he was like "Ah, i just I, i think his worry was we don't want something like when the opponent's out there to come off as like disrespectful or something and 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 look I didn't take it personal that he mm-hmm. was like not so much for it. He was like, let's revisit it again next year. Cause I, you know, I talked him into the thing with Reagan Bazaar years ago. And then it, mm-hmm. and then I think he was like, I'm not gonna let Prather just throw this on me. Maybe next year we'll, we'll have to figure it out. But like, he wanted to like, and he, and, and look, it's during the season. He want to waste time on it, like approving everything. I was like, all right, coach, I'll, I'll put together something for you. Uh, we weren't able to, to do it eventually, but it was something that I, I remember Jay and I were like serious about and getting excited about. And like we're gonna be we're gonna, gonna put together this list and players are gonna be confused. But then it was like, well, now you're taken away from the game. I was like, all right, well, I, you you want the music to kind of just be in the background, help elevate the environment a little bit, but never be like a major topic of discussion unless it's fans and they can do that whatever but you as a coach i'm sure would never want it to be a a major point of discussion no i don't think coach Diggs wants to be walking in his office this week hey look i got a great idea for the music it's senior day no <laughs> no you're right you don't you don't want it to become a topic of 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 discussion amongst the team like you like you just mentioned or or um a distraction or something that takes away from you know the goals that the that the team has and you you get accustomed to hearing uh, you know the same things at the same times and 
a lot of times when when something's different, like oh, what happened? Yeah, what what? Why is this playing? Or why didn't this it becomes go down right here? Right. And, and um, so that's why I think it, at sporting events, you know, you hear the same things over and over and over, and sometimes people are reluctant to introduce something new because you just like, well, well this didn't happen last year. This yeah. is not what played at <laughs> this inning last year. This was not. There's a the there's same a song, comfort so. to the familiarity. For oh, sure. for sure. No, uh, not just, yeah, with everything. Right. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. That is uh, Anthony Babineau. Louisiana taking on Little Rock tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. Senior day on Saturday. Into the regular season that it is off to Montgomery for the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Um, always appreciate you coming in, man. Uh, hopefully I get to talk to you in studio again in two weeks. I know next week you'll be in Montgomery. We'll figure something out. Maybe we'll record something, or if you have time, we can, we can do it from... Uh, you know your your hotel or whatever via the phone line, but I know y'all. Have, I know it's a business trip. I know y'all are going to be busy. Well, we will be busy, and and it is a business trip. Um, you know we're we're going to go there to to win the thing and and get get back into a regional. You know, that's one of the goals that we've set for ourselves, and so we're going to so we're going to try and our best to do that. Obviously, um, looking forward to this weekend as you mentioned, Senior Day along with Senior Day, we've got graduation. You know, Drew Shiflett. One of our right-handed pitchers is going to be graduating and obtaining his degree on Saturday along with a pretty good player by the name of Jonathan Lucroy uh, is going to be graduating. He's That's going to, awesome. He's going to be in town. Yes, very awesome. He's going to be in town. He will receive his degree on the field as well. So it's going to be a fun day uh, honoring our seniors, getting Drew and, and Jonathan graduated. So... Should be a great weekend. Yeah, and and I, I mentioned Reagan Bazaar uh, randomly a little while ago. Uh, he just became an Army Ranger. He did. Shout out to him, man. That's yes, awesome. Very nice. I did see that. So and uh, to to Drew and to uh, and to Luke, uh, congrats to them. Uh, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great weekend. In the meantime, Bab, appreciate you coming in, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Take care, buddy. That's going to do it for the Great Scott Show tomorrow. James Butler scheduled to join me in studio. Look out. Dan Patrick Show is coming up next. Have a great one, everybody. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports.